Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons and Magic. Stupid, mindless bad. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. Lot that, that's, 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 our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show. Hey geeks, Blue Samurai here. It's episode 60. 60. 60. Yikes. And I am with Rebeculus and to my left and is I am still Paul. Yes, you are. He yes. He never changes. We no. got a great show for you today. We've got an unboxing. An unboxing. An uh, unboxing. Yes. Yay. Rick and is that Morty. Like a stripper yes. popping out of a cake. Ah, uh, here we were. Why, why, why do we always talk about strippers on the show? I don't know show. why they came out of my mouth. <laughs> Well, there That's is that game. And this is great. Stick around. Yes. That's pretty cool. It's going to be really good. And who else do we got, Paul? We have Alex and Victoria, the um, designers of Gladius. I never know what the to The Lucy Award winners, the right? The Lucy People's Choice Award winners oh, from ETX. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay. It looks like a great game. That's really, really cool. Victoria. Um, Kickstarting early 2020. Oh, I like it. should get on that then. Jeez. Huh? Yeah. Okay. That sounds so freaky. Well, in the meantime, though, um, yes, it, is. it is not you. Sorry. It's not you. It's just, no. You know. So, we, should we do con news? Well, we can do some con news. Was that enough beginning banter? I am 100% ready for con news. I launch right into well, yeah, well, well, he is ready. And well, that's plus we got to do the Rick and Morty so. thing. I yes. Think. Yeah. All right. All right. There's really not much going on in December. It's really kind of frustrating. Well, there's Christmas. Christmas is not a convention. Oh. No. Isn't it? It's not. Oh. Isn't it? It's not. I guess you could, it could be a convention. All your family comes not. to your house. Mm-hmm. Everyone like a, buys the stuffings out of things. The dumb things that most people don't really want a lot of the time. Yeah, I might have to get a fire stick. Just give me money. Just a give fire me stick? money. Mm-hmm. What is a fire stick? Is it like a Amazon? rain stick? No, Amazon fire stick. Oh. You use it to... Um, you plug well, in a USB well, so port I've and start your fire? No, I got Disney Plus. Oh. Okay. But the only way I can see on the big TV is I have to connect my laptop to the TV, and there's some lagging issues. And okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Lagging issues? So you have to cast yes. it. Is that what you said? No. No. I'm just a girl. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> um, you see, you have to, you have to like, like kind of Chromecast here. It's a different kind I'm of fire stick. Like fishing I don't know. now. What the fuck? No. <laughs> I'm talking about. I've been watching the Mandalorian, and I, I need it. Oh, I have you? What do you call that little green thing? The baby Yoda. Is, is, but that's, that's, that's not that everyone does, but no one knows what it's actually called. That's, for, that's right? because it was never never. We, named. We, we, they, they never told us what the species like, is what called. Oh, oh. And all the nerd boys are yelling at the boys calling a baby Yoda. Well, maybe it's. But that's Yoda. There's I bet no species is just Yoda. There's actually no name for them. Because they didn't, they didn't tell us. Well, us. there must be a name. We just don't know it. Well, no. I mean, I, I, I can't. I looked. I didn't on the see internet. It. I didn't see. That's because they haven't told us yet. That's right. Yeah. George That's, Lucas kept it hush what, hush, right? A jerk. 
Wow. I wow. hate that guy. I can't believe that guy. I hate Hashtag. that guy. Oh. But if you want to say something about that, you can email us at geeksofcascadia <laughs> at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at, at Geeks of Cascadia. We even have a Facebook page. We do. Called, guess what? Uh, at Geeks of Cascadia. <laughs> That's right. Just search it. So it'll or pop up. You can up. call them both on their private phone numbers, which will be displayed under their That's heads. Right. Yes. Here. That's right. Yes. And you can, you know, go to whatever podcast platform that you listen to or on the YouTubes and rate us. Please. Please. Yes. That'd be great. At this point, rate us poorly because any rating is good. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have anything. Well, there's a few people. It's like credit. Yes, you know who you are. Like even bad. At least you have credit. Yeah, it's like that's like press. It's weird. And I'd like to give a shout out to Japan because apparently there's some people listening to us in Japan. Hello, Japan. Might might be a relative of mine. I don't know. I I got listening twelve times. Uh Uh, Yes. Thank him or her. Itabashi, Itabashi Ku, Japan. That sounds very nice. Yeah. What does arigato mean? Because that's really that's, the only uh, word. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Look at you, how polite you are. That's oh, like you know. we're going to thank Paul for reading us the con news. Well, that's, and the con news gotta, is coming up really, yeah, really soon. Good, You're getting better at your segues. <laughs> we'll get you so, a scooter one day. there's now. nothing going on in December that I can find. Wow. I don't know. That wouldn't surprise me. It um, it's the time to so spend with your family. We're, we're going to jump ahead yeah, to January, uh-huh. which very important things happen. What's going on in January? In January, at the Sheraton Portland Airport Hotel, January 4th and 5th, there's Fandom PDX. Looks super cool. Fandom PDX, formerly NewCon PDX, Anime PDX. NudeCon? NewCon. Oh. NudeCon is a whole different thing. Yes. I want to go to um, that one. I'll cover that. Portland, convention. Oregon. Hotel-based pop culture convention Mm -hmm. (laughs) celebrating cosplay, video games, anime, tabletop gaming, comics, and all things geek. It's their 12th event. That sounds super fun. Why did they put air quotes around all things geek? I mean, actual quotes. Why? why? Well, because maybe they don't actually mean there's things that are geeky. Maybe it's things that are like serious or sporty. Okay. (laughs) Or maybe they don't know how quotes work. (laughs) But um, (laughs) also... In happening addition to, in addition to therefore um, going on January 10th, 11th, and 12th is Van Hoover Woo. Pony Expo in Vancouver, British Columbia. Actually, it's Richmond. Wait a minute, ponies as in it's not pony play, it's bronies. Oh, got it. Both are cool. We don't judge you. No, whatever you want to no. do. I don't, um, I don't, it's I don't a, know it's what that is. A, the bronies, can you please explain to me what that is? They're brothers who like my little ponies. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, they watch the show. I'm thinking maybe they get high. Huh. That sounds really funny. <laughs> that sounds like the best way to watch my why little ha- pony. Why have I not known? <laughs> and this is Washington where things are legal. Nice. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a convention based on My Little Pony mm-hmm. for the bronies. <laughs> and if that's a thing that you like, it's at um, 7311 Westminster Highway, Richmond, B.C. You're going, aren't you? But no, let's, let's say... You like My Little Pony or you don't like My Little Pony and you're looking for something else to do January 10th, 11th, and 12th, you could go to Bellevue, Washington and go to Orcacon and play some tabletop games. You could. You should. Yeah, go to some panels. You should. Eat, for, eat for, from some food trucks. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to sell out. Partey. Wreck the motel rooms. No, 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 no,
Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. party like a regular party person. Party like an adult. <laughs> yes. Well, um, that's not very. It's going to be great. great. We're going to have so much fun. Um, I, we've got lots of people signed up for games already. Yes, we do. We've got lots of um, badges sold and rooms booked, so you want to get those things done before we sell out. Um, So, again, that is in Bellevue, Washington, January 10th, 11th, and 12th. Go to orcacon.org for more information. Yes. Or call them at the Definitely get a hotel room. Call them at at our phone numbers. And they'll just talk to you and explain orcacon to you. And get a hotel room. Very important. We should get one of those Google phone numbers where people can just call and leave you a message. Yeah, you should. Sure. I wonder what things I'll they look into say that. to you. Okay. That'd be fun. Oh, See if nifty. we get anything, yes. This is going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be great <laughs> podcast. Get a job. <laughs> so, that's we got all is it my turn? Is it my yes, turn? Is it, it my is. turn? Tabletop game news. That's you. What's the segue, though? You did a cool segue into his segment, and then just um, nothing. Just dead air until I I talked about tabletop gaming. Yes. Speaking of gaming. <laughs> there we go. I guess that's it. Go ahead. Right there. So I'm sure you remember from last we met that my next goal for my game review was going to be ecologically sustainably mm-hmm. made games. Sure. Well, that went out the window because they just I did something different. And it's getting chilly. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting chilly Burr. here. And that makes me think of Minnesota, where I grew up. And there's a whole lot of nifty games from Minnesota. So this really? is, this is mm-hmm. Minnesota segment right here. All and right. we're going to start. So Nick, if you're listening or watching. Check out these games. Hey, Nick. We miss you, Nick. Nick, no, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. Because um, we need a cleric. We do. We do. What was this? He was the only cleric. Chisel tooth. I tell you what, when you lose your cleric, your only healer in a game, D&D game, you can feel it. Hey, you know what? We have berries. Bards can heal. We have good berries. We've got good berries. Sure. We've got bards. I swear, this guy. He's I know. So, he's kind of a whiner of a so wizard. Forward. A wizard whiner. Yeah, anyway. Wizards. Uh, so first <laughs> game that just totally caught my eye mm-hmm. for kids and adults alike. It's called Necromolds Monster Battles. Mm. And it's kind of a role-playing, battle-playing game. But there's clay, and you get clay involved in the game. And then you press them into these little figures. And then you also have rings when you play the game. So when you capture and uh, turn a, a monster over to your side, you pound him with this ring that puts your sigil on him and you can read wow. his, I know and, and you think it's just a little kids game but it mm-hmm. looks really involved and, and really fun it's fun for adults too so that is from uh, Necromolds LLC and they partnered with Panda Games for this and um, it's already funded but there's 20, 20 days to go wow. and uh, their Patreon page though is super cute when you just like 20 bucks and you get couple molds and some clay and some cards and some this and some that mm-hmm. and you really get all the same stuff but the more you donate the more of those things you get so it's really neat I really like that and it looks just I mean who doesn't want to like mush who doesn't want to act the mini figs are really cool but who doesn't want to just mush the monsters right. when it's you like get Play-Doh them? it is like Play-Doh and you can also the let philosopher them, you could all yeah it's yes. exactly like that okay and you have the option also of um, letting them harden and painting them and keeping them as your minifigs. Like shrinkinks. Akin to that, but not exactly. <laughs> Who remembers Who shrinkinks? Yeah, yeah, me. Probably not even you. No. You should. We're only like a year apart. There's a song. Do you God know the song? We're just a few months apart. You didn't apart. watch TV. We're just a few months up, apart. Like I did. Okay. Anyway, so those nice. Uh Also from Bloomington, Minnesota. That's where Verdorn is from. Oh, for Verdorn. You don't know Verdorn, but he's from Bloomington, Minnesota. Is is he, he, uh, Verdorn's brother is famous. 
She actually, Vidorin's brother Jerry is a star of Guiding Light. For right. Decades. That's right. Ross from Guiding Light. And we know his brother. Six Degrees of Rebeculous. <laughs> anyway, so they have a game that I, I, I'm surprised hasn't been the name of a game before. Uh, a social deduction game called Schrodinger's Cat. Is that oh. not been a name of a game before? That's great. Um, and one of the mm. things they cited was if you like Secret Hitler. You will love Schrodinger's Cat. It is uh, created by Matthew Wyatt, set in 1935. Um, and the little tin that the whole game comes in, you put this little, uh, what's it called, a meep, meeple? You pull a cat meeple in there, and two people you show if the cat is alive or dead, and one of them is trying to help everyone out, and the other one's trying to oh, screw this is everyone great. over. And it's a strategy I wa- game. I want this game so Sounds bad. Sounds like the more players uh, that play. Um, is this on, better is this on Kickstarter right now? Uh, yes, it is, sir. Yes, and they are also already funded because it looks awesome. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, what's it called? Schrodinger's Cat of Bloomington, Minnesota. It's cool. Um, also, and okay, all right, this is from Madison, Wisconsin, our cheesy little mm-hmm. little brother <laughs> to the east. Uh, Dr. Davenport's Dirty Dice Game. That's why I chose it because it just seemed cool. By K. Kraus, K. the initial Kraus. Uh, it is just a dice game, and it, you are... Uh, Basically, d- telling a story, true or false, the others do not know. Um, you roll dice to see the parameters of the story you're going to tell. Um, you roll a big d20 to see what topic you're going to get, and you roll a d6 to see what your addiction is. And there's two nice. d8 issue dice to see what's your issue, like it's drugs or overeating. <laughs> These are issues on the dice. It's really mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, it's it's super short game. Um, it's just all dice and tell your story, and, and then you go around, take a vote, and see who thinks you're lying or telling the truth, and whoever has the most points wins. It's kind of cute. Uh, Dr. Davenport's Dirty Dice Game. This one looked great. Sorry, I pounded the table, but this looks great. This is from, yes, Beto Games in Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. Minnesota. This game is nuts. That's what it's called. This game is nuts. Super quick. It's a fast-paced, quick card game. Uh, I wrote, look at that. I wrote adorbs on my notes because the tutorial was super Mm -hmm. adorbs, Mm -hmm. and it is super quick to learn. Seems like a combo of Uno and Rummy if I had to, uh, but it's, it's, it's really cute. Cute little graphics. You start with your hand and a wind pile, and basically you got to get rid of the wind pile to, to win. And it's like Uno, I say, because there's three wild cards. Uh, one of them, like, it's like an equivalent to a draw two. I don't know if you kids remember Uno. Uno's still out, isn't Uno, it? Uno, yeah, people still play Uno because yeah. it's an absolutely it's great game. game. Yeah. So there's a card where you can swap stacks, there's a wild card, and there's like a draw two equivalent card, but they call that one the double nut card. I thought y'all would be snickering. I'm just going to drink my beer. Once I said that. Yes. I'm drink my beer, not. The double yeah. nut mm-hmm. card. There's two nuts on the card. Is there anything like, like snow skiing? Yes. What? What? Nothing. Uh, anyway, Beto Games. This game is nuts. And uh, that's already funded, but still on Kickstarter. That thing looks cute. I actually just might pick that up myself. Uh, one more, one more. The Hedgehog Hop. Again, Minneapolis by uh, creator Seppi Yoon. Um, it is uh, it's a hedgehog hop. You you lead a crew of dancing hedgehogs. You're trying to win the grand finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, super cute cards. Um, it's uh, each card has a hedgehog of a certain color and arrows and um, a direction. You you're, get your points on moves, style, and backup dancers, and Ooh, you just kind of nice. do what the card says. And you put the card down, and you might end up moving the whole row up or covering this other one up. And and it's who doesn't yes. love dancing hedgehogs? Who doesn't love? It? And then one more to just to end sure. it. Sure. There is uh, from Duluth, Minnesota, out of Lions Den Studios, a new. Uh, 
a fifth edition supplement for running a monster hunting D&D campaign Ooh. called the Red Cloaks. And uh, um, they're just it's just in PDF form right now. Oh, so in DMs download. Guild, maybe? Uh, may I, uh, uh, possibly. Yes. <laughs> maybe. I didn't, okay. I didn't get all. I just quick scribbled this as I was driving. You're a tabletop game so. reporter. She That's does it while she drives, though. That yeah. makes it amazing. Yeah. I used to do my homework on the bus. Oh, okay. Got A's, mofo, so just step off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what I have. Minneapolis. Woo! Yay. Who knew? Does anyone know the capital of Minnesota? St. Paul. <gasps> you get... I thought it was Lake Wobegon. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing. Oh, thank you. Get you get a pat on the shoulder. So Yay. I just want to add two things. So from Games Are they from Workshop... Minneapolis? Or Minnesota? They are not. So from Games Workshop, we get Sisters of Battle. So those of you that love miniatures, check that out. Check out the Games Workshop website. Order one of the Sisters of Battle. I think it's only for a short time. So Sisters of Battle. Additionally, do you love D&D? We love D&D. I love D&D. Every Monday. And it's it's 45th anniversary is wow. this year approaching. Um, actually, I think it's this month. So are guess what? Do a- you want to celebrate? What? I do. Are you going to get me a 45th D&D anniversary gift? I'm going to get you. Yes. It's, it's like only $300? That's right. It's $300. <laughs> There's only 1974 because 1974 is when D&D came out. Oh. You can buy some dice with a <gasps> sapphire in it. Holy crap. Those are it pretty. It is cool. They are very cool. So check it out. Um, I'm not going to get any. I'm not going to get I any. I can't afford it. No, no. no, I'd rather kids. buy a new TV. No, yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, you can get them. Uh, anyway, they're eleven custom designed aluminum dice from Level Up Dice. Is it airplane grade, grade aluminum? <laughs> one of the D twenty houses. One of the D twenties houses a sapphire, a real sapphire. Now, does that weight it down? Is that going to be a loaded D twenty then? Because of the sapphire? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure they balance the dice for three hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. They I better. So for three hundred dollars, they better sapphire. Do that. Sapphire. <laughs> sapphire. Anyway, it houses a, a sapphire grown by a rock gnome artificer. I don't think that's true. Mm. I think that's just part of the marketing. But anyway. No, of course it's true. It's true? Okay, it's true. $300. Check it yes, out. Yes, for dice. Yes. That sounds great. They better I'm going to buy two. I tell you what. If I'm paying 300 bucks, oh my god. every single time. Oh, my God. Every single time. If I bought those Dawson dice and rolled poorly. Oh. Do they come in a nice, um, plush, expensive they sack? They do. Well, no, a box. There's no sack? There's no sack. How no is that sack. Possible? If they're in a sack, they'll bang together. You don't want that. Yeah, that's you don't true, want that. too. You don't want your dice banging together in your sack. So, no, what? Painful. Do you want to listen to <laughs> next? I think we should do the unboxing of a Rick and Morty, All of right. Dungeons Dragons versus Rick and Morty. Well, let's check that out. Yes. Hey guys, here we are. We're doing the unboxing of the Dungeons and Dragons versus Rick and Morty. Wow, which, so cool. Yes. So I think we should all go on the record of um, how we feel about Dungeons and Dragons. We love Dungeons and Dragons. We love Dungeons and Dragons. And how, how do we feel about Rick and Morty? I love Rick and Morty. Watched every episode. You guys? Do you see the neutral look <laughs> on my face? I've watched an episode of Rick and Morty and I enjoyed it. Just one episode? Just one episode. Just now, just, just like wow. like three days ago. Well, I th- like them both. It's like peanut butter and chocolate. It's really fun. Oh. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It was, it was mind-bending. It was hilarious. 
Does it, it make was, you want to watch more Rick and Morty? It does. But okay. um, but seasons one through three are behind a paywall because Turner. Well, I got some Blu-rays. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Okay. Maybe I should borrow your Blu-rays. You should. Maybe I should. You should. Yeah. Because I really, I, was like, I didn't have any interest until mm-hmm. this this came out and wanted to um, check it out. And because um, this person who's not our, maybe your friend, Shelly Mass Noble, said this is great for everybody. It's like, it okay. is. And uh, this was inspired by the comic book by, um, by Z- I want to say last name Zub, because uh, he's the one that wrote it. And um, Patrick he, Rothfuss. Yeah. And so Wizard said, hey, man, this is cool. We want a piece of that. So I invited him over, and uh, Jim Zub and Patrick Rolfus um, decided to put this all together. Yes. And um, this and Kate Welsh, by the way, Kate, Kate Welsh. Kate, yes. Kate she, she's the lead design the person. Yes. And it is really, really good. It is good. It is really, really good. We're not going to spoil it for you. That's going to yes, be a different episode. This is spoiler-free. Yes. This is more of just, we're just going to do an unboxing. We're going to show you what we got in there. And we're wow. going to talk a little bit about... Sounds risky. Um, I guess my feelings about it because I'm the one who's read everything. You have no feelings. I have well, feelings about this. Oh, all right. So we should get into it. We then. should. So first of all, the box. The box. You get the box. It's funny. Which is over here. The you don't unbox great. the box because that's the box. And the box. You can use you can use this part as a dice rolling tray if you want. It comes with two dice trays. Good. Which you, is great. I suppose you have to watch Rick and Morty to know what wubba lubba dub dub refers to. Probably. Probably. It is very. Well, you watch, don't you know? I. You just have to watch it. <sighs> uh, That's this, not going to get me to watch. This it. is fun for people who do not do not play Rick and do, do not watch Rick and Morty. Is it? Yes. How? Um, oh, you dropped well, <laughs> well, the box. Let's go into boxing. So first, we got the box. But get the box. Inside the box. Inside the box, you get a million little boxes. Pre-generated character sheets. Mmm. Yes. Which are great because well, that's, that's like. For example, you're playing Morty, who's playing Keth Silverson, rogue, oh, urchin, mm-hmm. half orc. Yes, and we'll just tell you there is was it five character sheets? Five character sheets. So mm-hmm. one for Summer, one for Beth, one for um, Jerry, who apparently Rick doesn't love that much. No, and um, one for Morty, one for um, Meat Face, who is a new character added Meat to the face. game, right? Right. So these are obviously. Pre-generated characters that you can be, so yes, something to look forward for. And they actually use the fifth edition rules for the um, for these characters. Yes, by the way. And during the adventure, adventure sounds too long to me. It's a dungeon crawl. During the dungeon crawl, so the the, the premise is Rick has created this dungeon because he's a mm-hmm. wizard, and he runs his beloved family, <laughs> except for Jerry, through this dungeon. Right. And um, and they play D and D, and so it comes with an adventure as well, which is I think yes. you've got that. I've right got there. the adventure. You've got the rule book. Mm-hmm. Hold it up. Yep, here's the rule book. Of course, we'll put it on the screen yeah. too. Uh-huh, you bet. And okay. what's really great about this rule book, and I won't again. This is going to make the hilarious. show free. There's a lot, you know, very similar, there's no, there's similar there's some, to the there, rule book. There's no spoilers in the rule book, but, but there's a lot of commentary by Rick. Yes. Uh, there's some alt rules in here. Mm-hmm. Actually. I've heard from several people that this is actually uh, might be if you're first time in the D and D, this might be a cool thing to get into. Actually, helps you really. One hundred percent. This is I have read um, the the, the beginners mm-hmm. box. For mm-hmm. some reason, the essentials kit, mm-hmm. um, the Dungeons and Masters guide. 
uh, the player's handbook. Um, this is the best intro to D&D rules that I have read. Wow. It's it's really, really good. It's like, wow. oh, oh, I get it now. It says the, a lot because Paul knew nothing about D&D. Three about years ago, I knew nothing about D&D. Nothing, nothing about D&D. And this is, this is the, the best introduction to the rules of Dungeons & Dragons, 5th edition, that I have read. And I have read all of them. Well, that's a good tip because D&D itself is... Kind of complex. It's kind of complex. You never play before this, and you're an adult. This starts out real simple. To, like, figure right. things and, out. And, and the book itself is about 60 pages, the rule book. Yeah. And, uh, That's my attention span. But I could do lot, that. It is, it's a lot Maybe. of pictures. You'd like it. You'd oh, a lot, lot of pictures. Of pictures. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. lots Absolutely. of funny commentary from Rick and Morty. Yes. Um, on But back to the character sheets. On the back side of the character sheets, because during this dungeon crawl, you level up a couple times. There's instructions for leveling up. Oh, okay. And even if you continue with these characters in some other adventure afterwards, there's, there's rules for leveling up after that. So that's Thanks. totally cool. That, then that's no spoiler. You're going to level up. It's going right. to be fun. And what else comes in the box? You've got, the uh, box. you're holding back on the uh, dungeon yeah, master we've got, screen, well, right? We've got the, the, the DM screen, yeah. which oh, I on that up. one that side has yeah. the stuff you need to, to play the game. Tables, because the rules are slightly different, right? R- rules are a little bit, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not too bad. Sorry, my screen's making a fart sound there. <laughs> right, which is sure, great it's the for screen. We're about <laughs> yes, Morty, so yes. It's great. Um, there is the um, rule book, which yes. is the best rule book. There is the adventure, which mm-hmm. is um, the Lost Dungeon of Wickedness, Big Rick Energy. Mm-hmm. And you get oh, we got the dice. You got yes. eleven, the eleven dice. Mm-hmm. That's oh, this is great. They're all yellow and stuff. So where do you get? Where can you get this at? You can get this at your friendly local game store, which is fantastic. Those, these are these are my special power D4s that I just happened to chuck in the box. They don't come with the set, but but the Power D fours Kickstarter was great. I've never um, seen I've never seen the underside yeah. of a DM. So screen it's like oh, it, yeah. something this comes up, um, a, a, um, you have to make a save. Mm-hmm. You have to have a challenge for people, and it's all there. And plus, there's fun Rick and Morty art on the inside and the outside of the DM screen. This is uh, this fantastic. is the most thing that's made me want to watch Rick and Morty the this most. Fantastic. Is this more than you ever telling me about it or wearing your T-shirt or saying positive things? But it is, is incredibly this. hilarious. Um, okay. Rick does not care for Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that plays into it a yes. little bit. He wants to kill him. Yes, oh, there's um, for D and D. There's a significant increase in the amount of butts. Yes. Butts. Butts. A lot of butts. There's a lot of butts. Actual butts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yes and no. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Oh, yeah. We can't do that. Yeah, it's we can't spoil it. Um, is there anything else in the box, or is that pretty much That's it? That's pretty much it in the box. There's not, okay. It's not like the Essentials Kit where there's a bunch of stuff in the box. Right. It's super simplified. Um, you can easily easily play this game. and Anybody can sit down and read the rule book and good. run this game. So there's... I mean, my recommendation, people, is that if, if you're new to D&D and you want to get into it, it's actually not that bad. Right. It's not that bad because the rules are – it makes it more entertaining when, when it's done by by uh, Rick Sanchez. Yeah, exactly. I don't it's, know why, but it's, it's, it's super it's easier funny. to understand. Yeah. It's like it's the way it's written. It's, it's, it's super approachable. It's like, okay, I get that. Right. 
Where before, there's a couple things where, because I, I played D&D for like three years now, a couple mm-hmm. things I read in the rule was like, oh, I get that now. Oh, I understand. That makes sense to me. And this is available at pretty much every game store. That's you, where you want to get it. And you can, of course, get it on Amazon. I'm you can, yeah. It's $21 on Amazon.com. If you do that, it's like a $25 everywhere else, I think. But we like to support our local game store. Yeah, support your local game store. That's really important. Really and for $4, really. Yeah, for sure. Yes. All right. So now, what we will do is – oh, go ahead. Hang on. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about the adventure, Dungeon Crawl, okay. without actually saying anything. Because we're going to play it. We're going to play it. And I don't want to spoil it for them. I don't want to spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really clever stuff in here. There's some really terrible stuff in here. There's some really b- butt-centered stuff in here. Um, okay. Say stuff without saying stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really, really fun. My only one drawback is the map is they seem to number the rooms kind of randomly instead of like mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, the, the, the way you would go through the rooms in the most likely fashion for your, for your players. It's a little awkward. So... You may want to take some notes on that, uh, where the rooms are. Well, okay. I don't watch Rick and Morty, but you had me at many butts. There's a lot so. of butts. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't know which one I pick. I might might either be Summer or Beth. Oh, here, here, here's my idea. Here, wait, 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 wait. Yes, I could. Yeah, of course. I'm, pretty, I'm here, a progressive person. Here's, anyway, what, go here's what I want to do when we start this game. I yes. want to offer to the table. It's like, okay, we can either do this. Um, you can either roll for initiative to choose your character, okay, or we could do it randomly. Oh, okay. Because you can't. Can you Random. play your? Can you do your own character in this, or you're not? You can, to? but it would be less fun. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. That fits perfectly. All right. Great. Great. That was that was just to do a little. <laughs> so anyway, um, check it out. It's super fun. If you like Rick and Morty at all and want to play D and D, this is the thing to do. Sounds Highly like it's funny, even if you don't. Yes. So. Yes. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. So I hope you enjoyed our unboxing of Rick and Morty. Um, that was good. It was good. I wish I could tell you more. There's so much I want to tell you, but I want you to play it instead and be surprised. But we are going to do our own, though, right? We are going to do our own. Yes. We could record that, maybe. We should. Well, uh, what? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you could record could it and, and put the highlights Maybe on. we could do like an extra life thing. Sure. Like live? Maybe. I don't know. We should, maybe we could We maybe. should, we should we'll air the this. segment when it's late in the night <laughs> and we're wasted. Then. Okay. Okay. All right. Surely that'll be Sounds the best. great. <laughs> well, what else we got going on? We got an, we got Stuff. another interview, right? We have um, the cre- creators of the game Gladius. Oh, that's so good. It's like the show that keeps on. Right. Mm-hmm. It's great. Showing. We met them at Dragonflight. Yes. Were you and- there for that one? No. Oh, how about that? Nope. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was watching Weird Al. Yeah. yeah. We got you a badge for that. I got a T-shirt. Yeah. 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 Weird Al. Beats you guys. <laughs> it's the perm, isn't Love it? Love you, Al. If mm. we got perms like that, mm-hmm. would you come see us instead? Yes. 
Okay. Well, right. We're yes, going to do would. that. We're going to get giant long Challenge terms. accepted. That's right. <laughs> um, but um, they were the uh, uh, People's Choice Lucy Award winners mm-hmm. at, at this year's ETX. Okay. Well, let's check cool. them out then. Cool. All right. Hey, welcome back, guys. We're here at Dragonflight 40. Uh, we're here with Alex and Victoria, and you brought us your game Gladius to show us. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Tell, tell us, us all it, about right? it. Yeah, come on. Sure. All right, so uh, Gladius is a game where you play as uh, Roman spectators who are watching the gladiatorial games, and you're trying to rig the games in your favor so you can make the most money at the end of three rounds. Okay, cool. Okay. So it's a two to five player card game. It takes about 20 to 30 minutes, depending on the player count. Um, and we've been working on it for the past two years and hope to launch it on Kickstarter early next year. That is awesome. So um, you said, how long have you been putting this? You said about two, two years. Two yeah. years, okay. Um, a little bit more about the game. So how, what's the, just, just cards? Is there a little bit more to it? Or? Sure. So basically how it works is everyone has a certain number of bet tokens that they use throughout the game to bet on various teams. But the trick is some of the bet tokens are betting against the team. So just because someone's betting on the same team as you mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean they want your team to win. So there's a lot of cards that help gladiators, poison gladiators, move other cards around, and you're basically trying to figure out what everyone else is doing without them figuring out what you're doing. Right. How'd you come up with the idea of doing this? Uh, So we came... The way that this came about is, uh, like, a few years ago, we went to this Tribeca Games Festival. Uh, It was for... It was, like, the the person who was there was uh, Riot Games, and there was this game designer, Stone Labrandi, and we were asking him, like, hey, you know, we really like games. We want to be game designers. What should we do? And he said, the first thing you need to do is, like, just get some cards and put a game together. And Alex and I both really like Ancient Rome. Um, We both also really like light games that have a lot of strategy and depth in them and so this game was partially inspired by council of verona have you have you heard of that game i have mm-hmm. heard of it a little i think they played on tabletop oh like, yeah in the early years mm-hmm. of tabletop yeah mm-hmm. yeah but but yeah so that game is like you're betting on romeo and juliet whether they live or die and like all the families and mm-hmm. it was a really fun game it's very well put together very small um but it didn't have enough depth for us like we wanted to play it more and more but there just wasn't enough there so we wanted to make a game that had that feeling of like backstabbing and mind games and mm-hmm. trying to manipulate your opponents and but with more depth and more strategy Okay, I love the art. Uh, tell us a little bit about the artist. How'd you get that? That's the most expensive part of game design, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So we got really lucky because uh, when we were first starting this, art was actually the most difficult thing, especially mm-hmm. considering we have 46 uh, pieces of unique art in our okay. game, and we're, we're indie game designers, and not having a, our own business, that part, like you mentioned, is really expensive. But we searched through Twitter using various hashtags and found one artist. Her name Hashtag is... Hashtag cheap artist. <laughs> <laughs> her, name is, her name is Cheryl Young, uh-huh. and um, what was great was she, she had just graduated from, um, I can't remember, Savannah College of design or something but the Hong Kong uh, location that they had and so we loved that she was super fast and she's really funny you can see on some of the cards that she's kind of like a jokester Um, and and yeah we love working with her and we've actually just finished the art very recently all right and what what are you uh, looking at on uh, when do you think you're gonna be launching this on Kickstarter 
We were aiming to launch this fall, but we might have to do the beginning of 2020 uh, because okay. we have a bunch of other friends. We're a part of the Playtest Northwest game design group, and we also have another group in Seattle where we meet every single Wednesday to playtest each other's games. Mm -hmm. And so we have a few friends who are trying to launch their games in the October timeframe too, so we might make ours January. Okay. And um, is this your uh, first uh, stab at uh, doing a game? Yes. Yes. So this is this is the the first game that we really started working on and continued developing. We have a bunch of other games that um, we have and we're still working on, but we're trying to okay. kickstart this first. And what's also interesting is that by making this game, we were able to move here to Seattle, and then I got a job at Wizards of the Coast. So now I make, oh, now okay. I make games. I'm a producer at Wizards. All right. Say hi so. to Greg Tito for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is great. So, what? Uh, what changes did you do from the very beginning till um, till now? I mean, was, is this vastly different from when you first thought about this? Um, so when we first thought about it, uh, a lot of things were different, but the the core of the game, which is the playing cards that manipulate stats, was still there. But we went to a conference called Metatopia in um, New Jersey, and we got to get a lot of focus playtests in with industry professionals and game designers and publishers and they give us some really helpful feedback and that really jump-started the game from just like you know a deck of cards and a prototype to something that you could actually bring to a con and have a lot of people play and enjoy so we've changed a lot of the mechanical systems and as the graphic design the art got better it really came together as a full package so why did you decide to go the Kickstarter route rather than trying to seek a publisher Good question. We initially sought out um, a few publishers because we were very new to the games industry. We didn't know the dichotomy between kickstarting and publishing. Mm -hmm. um, and a few publishers we looked at and we pitched to them. They liked our game, but it wasn't quite there yet. And I agree at that time it wasn't quite there. Mm -hmm. But we really liked having the creative control over the look of the game. Okay. And um, diversity is very important to us. And we wanted a lot of representation and diversity um, through our characters and through ancient Rome, because ancient Rome is a very diverse place. But a lot of the time, it just focuses on like the senators and the, and the people. But we wanted to focus on like the diversity of the people in the ancient Roman Empire. So mm -hmm. a lot of that vision we had at the start, we really wanted to carry through to the Kickstarter. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and what's what's interesting is that we there was actually an art history professor who specializes in ancient Rome. He found our Tumblr and sent us a message and asked to interview us because he was so excited that we had um, a representation that he believed was closer to what ancient Rome actually was like. Oh, so wow. that was that was like a big win. It was very validating, yeah. <laughs> so you should so people should get Gladius because it's historically accurate. Right? Yeah. At least visually it is. <laughs> We like to say it's inspired by history, but not beholden to it. So we have um, a lot of diversity in the game, and we take some creative liberties of just like we want to have a cool character over like cool. what would have actually been a gladiator. But um, we hope everyone can see themselves in the game and enjoy it. So is it pretty hard to? I mean, you got to have your real jobs to put you know food on the table, and you got to schlep this. So how do you uh, how do you balance all that out? Because you got to go to the cons, you got to you got to sell this, you got to. I guess you got play test it right, right. Mm -hmm. on your free time. Yeah. Well, the, the awesome part about it is that we started out in New York not really knowing anybody. Mm -hmm. um, we'd never been to a board game convention before. And after we went to our first one, within that same year, we ended up going to like 20 different conventions. Mm -hmm. And this turned to turned out to be like, this is our great hobby. Now we have a lot of friends. Um, 
now we're on board game Twitter and even though it does take up a lot of time, this hobby is, is really something awesome to be a part of, especially since our community is very much mm -hmm. in person, which is different than right. you know, a lot of a lot of virtual things going on. Talk closer to the microphone. Well, <laughs> Victoria, you, you work at Wizards, you know. You got some mm -hmm. people who work at Avalon Hill, and you just show them. Maybe that, that doesn't exist. Anymore. No. <laughs> what Barely. Avalon Hill? Barely, a little bit. It, it exists. They, they own it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We mm -hmm. yeah at work we we work on other games there, so there sure. are possibilities in the future. If I ever you if just kind of sneak ideas. that in <laughs> at during lunch times, like hey, let's go play this. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone at work mm -hmm. uh, thinks that the game is done already. They think I published mm -hmm. it because it can't. It's, I it already have a nice box. It does look nice. Box, so. It does look nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're willing to sell that right now? No? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of empty because we left the other stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I think this is great. It looks great. We're going to, uh, obviously, we'll take pictures and hopefully get pictures from you, put it, put it here. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Thank um, you. So you think. Oh yeah, come to OrcaCon. Yeah, you should come to OrcaCon. Yeah, we went like, earlier this year. We love OrcaCon. Oh, good, good. Where else can we see you, and and t and how do we uh, get you on the social media and all that? Oh yeah, so our handle on pretty much everything is Gladius Card Game, mm -hmm. and our website is catquartetgames.com. All right. Oh, and you can see us at PAX Unplugged. Okay. Uh, Big Bad Con. Big Bad Con. And Maybe BGG Con and definitely Orca Con. Yeah. Wow. You're gonna go PAX West at all? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We'll also be at PAX, PAX West. West. Oh yeah. Gosh, we're in don't the. Don't make me do your job <laughs> for you, man. We're in the Seattle Indies Expo um, okay. area on Sunday. If you want to play test the game with a lot of other great video games uh, in the Seattle area, so they'll be featured there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, good luck. We wish you uh, success and hopefully is. Uh, we like to remind these game designers, like, when you make it big, please remember us. <laughs> you know? Maybe you can come back later when you make it big. That'd be great. Well, good luck. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Right. Yeah. And Alex and Victoria, I am sorry I was not in on that interview. That looked awesome. That looked great. The They're really super interesting. The game's Lack really cool of adjectives, yes. sorry. Yes. It did. God, they're so cool. Why we interview such smart people? Why can't we design stuff? Because well, uh, once again, it all comes back to us being lazy. Hey, man, we all have our strengths. Are we more lazy, or are we just we just don't have the mental skills to make? Well, it might be part of that. We're stupid at it. Lazy. Might be the mental okay. skills, but we all have our strengths. You have That's this true. clear on-air charisma. Oh, thank uh -huh. you. And yes. then Paul's mm -hmm. strength would be. Other things. Drinking. He can get also. light bulbs. He can drink. He can he change can light bulbs. I can, re I can reach things, definitely. Uh -huh. I can reach, yeah. things. He what can about, reach things. What about your special power? Um, I have some, I, boy, unprepared for that answer. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. We'll just have okay. to just figure it out. You're good at organizing things, make That's things neat. Thanks. There I knew go. I was good at something. <laughs> Dang, look at that. Oh, I've oh. been to your house. Yes. I used and to work with you. Always make sure that we have I am in make sure we have your, 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 your special power is We are not right. heathens. No, there will right. be no That's rings on these four mica tables. So we got some, uh, just to let the folks know, we got some great future episodes coming up. We're going to do a deep dive Ooh. into Tomb of Annihilation, another D&D campaign. That oh, sounds really? scary. Our, our good friend, Mister Doug, will be uh, doing that. Yes. It's going to be really good cool. Good Doug or Evil Doug? It's Evil Doug. Evil Doug will be No, it's Doug. Good Doug. 
I'm confused between. Oh, wait, which it is, is good, good and Doug. Evil Doug. Sorry, it's, it's good, good Doug. Doug. Evil Doug. Good Doug. It's good. <laughs> it's good Doug. Douglas Doug, Russell, you're good. you're good. You're my good Doug. He's evil Doug. <laughs> no, he's not. He's evil Doug. So uh, also, so that's going to be pretty large because that's like a two-hour thing. So we'll bring it wow. in two episodes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he did a deep dive into it. Jimmy wow. Christmas. And the great thing about our reviews is we've actually we actually do them. We actually Bam. play through them. Yes. Yeah, Unlike we, other reviews where they just read about it and they never play it. Don't, right. Don't look at those Play reviews. It, we are reviews. players, right. yo. You want to know about Storm King's Thunder? We did that. That's right. Yeah, we, we actually did. played you know, Waterdeep Dragon Heist? You can That's go right. back a few. Done. We did two episodes of that. Yeah. And Rick and Morty plays D&D. We're going to do We're that, We're going to do that, too. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I feel obliged to watch some episodes before you should. we play. I know it, it doesn't it is come fun. into the playing of this it can because you, because what you're doing is you're playing a cartoon character, playing a D and D character, playing a D and D. That's so meta, right? It's <laughs> pretty cool. It's wow. pretty cool. See, we're smart. We are smart. Right. Um, so uh, and we're, we're gonna... snuggly. We're what? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I need another beer. Yeah. Me too. Do. Um, so I think that's about it. We're gonna go into our D and D game. Roll some D&D dice. Night. Yeah. That's right. I'm not DMing. It's okay. Me either. It's all right. No, you're not either. You're yeah. our backup. You're our backup backup. I'm the backup backup. I know. Right. I, love my, I love my DMs. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> what are you going to DM? Um, long time from now. Okay. You know, a, every, a short, you do a short thing. You got to do it one time. It'll have to be a short thing. Okay. Cool. Okay. Oh, I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared. It's no, like speaking in public, you, you know, it. You y'all are going to be sitting there and just stand. I don't would know. Would you do I a prepared adventure or would you do your own homebrew? I don't even know how to homebrew. Don't no. homebrew. It is very hard. <laughs> really? It's very hard. It's got a lot of time writing. And plus, okay. um, yeah. your, your, your players will just uh, torture you mercilessly. Besides, yeah. I, can't, I can't live up to your standards. I mean, you have little tests for us and quizzes and <laughs> oh, essays and Oh, those are just feedback. Feedback just, yeah. can't even. That's the army talking. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it for the show. Thanks for joining us. This is the part where we embrace the nerd. We do. We oh, do. Oh, oh, oh. So let us embrace oh. the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.